Hello, listeners, and welcome to Winging It, episode nine. I am your host, Tonio Badabibadaboop Ramirez, and today I'm joined by a very special guest. Uh, honestly, this is the first conversation we have with each other. It is Taylor Price. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Yay! <laughs> Finally. Finally, we've been discussing for months to do this, and this is the first time I've heard her voice. So, yay. <laughs> uh, yes, you know, it's a surprise to everyone. Yeah. So, would you like to tell the lovely people out there, how's your day been? How you doing? How you feeling? I'm doing pretty good, honestly. Just moved into a new place, kind of just, you know, really living that postgraduate lifestyle at the moment. I understand the the term um pursuit of happiness <laughs> uh, <laughs> graduating college is an experience in a transitional period how, how many years of college did you do again so i did four um but i started like dual enrollment classes in high school mm-hmm. and so i i mean i started in high school and then i just went straight to college and did my four years and got out yeah i gotcha no but that's good what, what did you major in again um, so I got my degree in anthropology and history. Hey, um, nice. Yes. Anthropology is such a beautiful thing. Oh, I, I was expecting you to like say, like, what do you like most about anthropology? But it looks like you just wanted to end that conversation right there. <laughs> well, a lot of people don't know what anthropology is. So I tend to just kind of like, wait a second. And then sometimes they're like, what's that and then i'm like oh let me tell you hey taylor <laughs> what's anthropology oh my god so happy you asked yay <laughs> um so anthropology like textbook definition is the study of humankind through a holistic approach so honestly everything can fall into that if it has to deal with a human um that's why i took it i, I really like people sometimes i like the dead ones more than the living ones. Um, but anthropology covers a multitude of fields. It covers bio, you know, um, biological anthropology. There's forensic anthropology, which a lot of think people think that's like the show Bones. Um, oh, I loved Bones. Bones is yeah, one of my favorite so, shows. Yeah, so those are forensic anthropologists as portrayed by the media. Um, there's, let's see, so I said... <laughs> biological forensic there's um paleoanthropology which is like very old dead people and there's also archaeology which is what i'm most interested in i like to dig up things what what specifically like are you talking about like dinosaur fossils because i know that's like the most common one or is it so that's paleontology never mind just just (laughs) i'm I'm gone never mind you just go explain what you like (laughs) well it's okay i mean dinosaurs are pretty cool um honestly i'd be way more scared to dig up a dinosaur than i would be a human humans you know there's hella dead people dinosaurs there might be hella dinosaurs but like we don't find hella dinosaurs um I like archaeology because I like to find, I like to study the material culture, um, meaning like pots and things of that nature. So something that a lot of people would probably know about is Pompeii. Oh, yeah. Pompeii is infamous 
or material culture because they're literally dead people scorned into the ground and like casted wow that i guess technically is material culture at that point but that's what i like i would love to work at pompeii truthfully like in the city of pompeii or like specializing in pompeii related materials I guess kind of both. Honestly, I've never really thought about it. Um, I have like two places I want to go with my degree. Um, they're both going to take a, a minute to get there and I'm fine with that. But to work in Pompeii, I think it'd be really awesome. Also, I'm kind of, I like spooky things, but I don't know how I'd feel about hearing um, ghosts yeah. from these like melted corpses. <laughs> yeah, no, I gotcha. <laughs> um, I'm not sure how I'd feel about that. But yeah, Pompeii is pretty sick. I mean, there's really nothing else like it <laughs> anywhere. Well, it's nice that you have like an idea of like kind of what you want to do, you know, a little bit kind of like up in the air and hit the woe type things, you know? Yeah. I mean, I couldn't tell you that. Uh, let's see. When I, like five months ago, I honestly couldn't tell you. I had this whole existential crisis that people don't tell you about when you graduate college that that will happen. Like they do not tell you about postgraduate depression and they do not tell you about your existential crisis and how you compare yourself to your classmates. Like, I feel like we're all like rooting for each other, like before we graduate. And then it's something about crossing that stage where it shifts from being um, like a system of support to competition. It, now it's like, it starts being cutthroat <laughs> basically. Yeah, it's like, man, these are no longer my classmates. These are people competing with me for my jobs. And while I will say I don't want to do forensics, which is what a lot of people want to do, what I do want to do is a very tight field. So although I might not be competing against as many people, I might be competing against people that have way more experience than me, especially because of COVID kicking up and it taking, you know, taking everyone out of their jobs then the jobs open back up. So I'm competing not only against the class of 2021, I'm competing against the class of 2020 and people who may be returning to the workforce or wanting to change their job who might, you know, have 30 plus years on me. It's so hard to compete with that. Dang. It's crazy. (laughs) I guess like, I guess like, um, it goes to your point that like I I don't really see it like that just because I'm still in school kind of but oh yeah but I think I'm also kind of blinded by like I still don't know what I want to do so and the mounds of homework is kind of like blocking your view of the future oh I also just don't know what my future is at the current moment (laughs) honestly yeah I mean that genuinely I think people I feel like okay you might be in the same boat as me. Tell me if I'm wrong. Have you ever had one of those moments where you're like, oh my God, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And by that, I mean like, for example, my best friend, shout out to her, great person, Sierra, I love you. She had this moment in high school where she like hurt her knee, right? Yeah. She had to go to um, sports medicine, her trainer, and had to do like physical therapy. And she's like, wow, this is really cool. She's now in PT school to be a physical therapist, or there are people who are like as simple as having a moment where they're like, I like the show bones. I want to be a profiler. Shout out to my girl, Kaylee. She wants to do that. And then there's me. 
And I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing with my life. I'm kind of just going with it. And when that shell, like that protective shell of education is taken away from you and you're just left to adulthood, you know, you're like moving out of your parents, you know, and it's, it's not the same moving out. It's like, oh, I'm going to pack my stuff, but I know I'll be back in like three months and come back to school. No, that's crazy. Let me tell you, this is my first summer in four years where I'm not packing to go back to school. And I'm like, oh. So that was a simulation. <laughs> like, I guess I'm done. Like, wow, I graduated. I got this $80,000 piece of paper and now I have no idea what I want to do. 80, so I'm going to ask yeah. you. Yeah. Like, wait, only, only $80,000 for four years? That's not that bad. No, no, not at all. No, not, shout not out to that. shout out to the fam for assisting. Oh, I thought you were gonna say like the FA, like the financial aid. Oh no, screw them. They didn't give me anything. Oh damn. <laughs> no, they said go fuck yourself basically. And I was like, cool, 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 cool. Appreciate it. Um, so I'm gonna ask you again. Have you ever had a moment where you were like, oh yeah, this is my clairvoyancy, this is what I needed, I know what I want to do. I mean I've had like a few moments of that, but not to the point where it's just like, it's it's never been a full idea that like, yeah, this is what I want to do. It's been, it's mainly just like, oh yeah, this is something cool. I'll try it, but it doesn't really work out in the end. See, I've only had one moment like that and it was in second grade. Like, I have psychoanalyzed this moment, and it's just, do you want to know how stupid my moment was? What? How, <laughs> how stupid was it? So, you hear about, like, oh, my God, like, I almost got run over by a train, and now I want to be a doctor. I literally was in summer camp, right? Virginia Beach City Public School summer camp. It was great. Mr. O'Keefe, he was rocking it. I loved him. I loved all of them that worked there we used to have these things on Fridays where they'd like bring out books and like you'd read the books and then you would earn prizes for reading I loved reading as a kid so I was just zooming through these books yeah the books I always picked up were like vampire books or um Egypt book and Egypt always resonated with me I if we had like any type of project in school I'd somehow try and make it something like historically accurate and like way too complex for my age like to carry over from that moment of those books in third no second grade yeah we had like a project where we had to do something about native americans and i picked like um the native americans that lived in pueblos and i made this super intricate like baby wrap carriage thing and I'm so proud of it. And I got so wrapped up in it that like, I forgot to do the rest of the project. It was like, I was like, oh, I really like the material stuff of cultures, but like the written stuff, nah. Nah, <laughs> yeah, for nah, me. yeah. <laughs> I don't want to read a hundred page book anymore. So nah, I like, yeah. went from like gotcha. loving the like book part of it to like just the stuff. And don't even get me started about like the history channel, like ancient aliens and stuff when I was younger. I loved that shit. <laughs> ancient aliens. I was actually very afraid of because like I, I like when I was a kid, the one of my biggest fears was actually aliens. So oh. 
So every time, but I would watch the show though to see like how likely it actually is that they are going to come <laughs> here and take over the world. Like one of my worst nightmares was actually with aliens. I'll st- I still haven't forgot it to this day. Like whenever Halloween comes, <laughs> I always think like, yeah, this is like the scariest moment of of, of my life when I was a six year old boy. Halloween is the best time of the year. I I know like everybody's starting to get into the <laughs> Halloween craze, and I I'm the type of person that you don't celebrate Halloween until the first of October. Oh no, September first. Halloween baby you see I don't think so like I, I I agree with that for every holiday of the year is like the first of whatever month of holiday you're se- celebrating should be the start point in my opinion that's not enough time what do you mean that's not enough time Halloween come on man Halloween is where it's at there's a reason September 16th hollow scream opens at Bush Gardens because it is the most celebrated thing Honestly, adulthood, you got to make your own happiness. And if that means I'm going to buy a season pass to Hollow Scream to drive an hour and a half by myself to go there every weekend, I'm going to do it. Okay. I'm going to do it. Uh, by the way, Hollow Scream is pretty cool. I've been to it like three times and it's really cool. I like that. I love it. I like, like it. Um, if you if all of that are not familiar with the area, Bush Gardens is like an amusement park, you know, kind of like any amusement park they have like seasonal stuff for christmas and halloween but bush gardens is like really good with like aesthetics like it has like its own like gardens hence the name and it has its own bushes hence the name <laughs> sorry <laughs> but uh <laughs> it's more than bushes and gardens i will <laughs> <Yeah>. say <laughs> but um no like it's really awesome like one of my favorite things like at like the hollow scream is that like they turn france into basically hell and like everywhere it's just like fire that's like coming up it's like really well done it's not like just lights it's legit like they have like i don't know they just do an amazing job with it every single year and i'm i'm so upset that i haven't gone in like two years but yeah well we should go this year uh can you bring a guest yeah it literally opens um it opens on the 16th like we could totally get passes and i'll go that'd be sick but let me ask you do you like marvel oh yes i i like i like i like the stuff that marvel has done with certain things but i'm totally not a fan of the entirety of marvel if that makes sense okay i have two things to say what one of them's a hot take they have ruined spider-man movies and venom and I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> but two, in regards to Halloween, do you know why Halloween is so popular? I'm going to relate this to Green Lantern. Why is Halloween so popular? Because fear is one of the strongest will-abiding emotions that we have. Fear or willpower, like what they harvest, like in Green Lantern, it's like your will or fear. And those are the, your two strongest. And I love Hollow Scream because I truly feel like it kicks in that fight or flight. And that those those are the two things. Your fight is your will and your flight is your fear. And I think that's such a cool like concept because it really does make you feel like, you know, when they're chasing you with chainsaws and stuff, not to ruin it for you guys, but like you will get chased with a chainsaw. 
And like, you're either going to run away or you're going to be like laughing and probably still running. (laughs) But like, it's just a time to be alive. Like you're not thinking about like, oh man, I got this fat ass car payment to pay or like, oh, I have like, oh, the stupid homework. You're literally thinking about which way you're going to book it and hit the feet to get away from this dude with a chainsaw. (laughs) And that's what I love because it's like your purest emotions. Like love, like some people are arguing like it's at first sight. And then some people are like, it develops over time. Fear is an instant emotion. You don't just like, oh, I'm kind of scared of that. No, you're like, oh, no, I'm going to shit my pants. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? No, I got like, you. It's, ah, uh, I love it. No, that's Halloween makes you feel alive. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I mean, I think that's like part of the purpose. I got to say, I love how like we like had the topic of Halloween, but like you just took like a brief 10 seconds to just shit talk Marvel a little bit. Because <laughs> <laughs> they ruined Spider-Man, like literally do another Captain Marvel movie. Like, do something with that. Like, you have... They are killing Spider-Man for me. Like, my sister used to love Spider-Man, so naturally, as the younger sibling, I just liked whatever she liked. And I'm like, dude, it's been, like, 10 years. Come on. Like, pick something else. Like, Captain Marvel. Great movie. Really gave, like, a one-up for, like, women. And just... It was, like, a very moving kind of movie. Like, women power girl power do something with that you know or like do something about stan lee like make a movie about him that'd be sick i am tired of seeing this little guppy running around in his blue and red suit all right you we know, get it i i gotta say i'm this close to like ending the thing because spider-man is actually my favorite superhero i'm so sorry of the marvel universe so you're on a thin line you know what you might as well just be the host right now because you're just (laughs) taking over right now just like you're trying to interrupt me also on my own time we haven't even gotten to the first wheel a topic have you realized that no exactly so you better watch what you say you hey. know what? This is probably the most hostile guest I think we've ever had on Wade. I'm not hostile. I didn't say I don't like Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man. Just pick someone else to make a movie about. I, I, I feel like there are other developing characters <laughs> that they could talk about. I mean, fair enough. I mean, I just see whatever is on, to be honest. But I'm, I'm Peter glad- Parker's great. I'm I'm very excited about the new one though. I, we already talked about this in like the last one, but still very excited about the new one. The new one, okay. New one looks pretty cool. Exactly. But, I just feel like there's been a few in between the good ones that like weren't necessary. No, I get you. Mm-hmm. But are you ready to spin the wheel? Well, you're not really spinning the wheel, but are you ready for the first topic? I'm ready oh. for you to spin that wheel. Oh wow, that sounded very determined. Um. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. So this is a good one. So like, um, you've mentioned before how you have a lot of tattoos. Now, the reason I wanted to put this as a topic is because I'm somebody who is interested in, you know, getting a tattoo in the future. And I know that you have so many. So explain like what your tattoos are, what like gave you like the, the aspiration to actually get a tattoo, uh, piece and like, what do you have? So like my first tattoo? Or like or any tattoo. Do whatever you want to do. 
Okay. I'm going to start off by saying I used to think tattoos used to have a meaning. And I'm like, hmm, this part of my arm looks bare. <laughs> and then I'll just look at tattoo design to go get it. But like back in the day when I was 18, that sounds like forever ago. I'm only 22. <laughs> um, I have, I think, 13, 14 tattoos. Almost finished a sleeve on my left arm and starting on my right leg. Um, so like tattoos are great. I think they're a great form of self-expression. Personally, I got them because I grew up as a fat kid. I'm still fat. I'm happy to be fat. I'm warm in the winter. I don't have that many clothes. It's great. <laughs> but I put them on my arms because I hate my arms and I wanted them to be pretty and something that I love. So I got a lot of memoriam tattoos, which I don't know what like your vibe is or what kind of tattoo you want to get, but I get tattoos to remember, well, like I said, not all of them, but most of my tattoos are to remember someone or something. Mm -hmm. um, so my first tattoo, which looks like corn, but <laughs> which be... so, so it is in corn, but it looks <laughs> like corn. Not. It looks like it. Uh, I mean, like I was 18 and I wasn't happy with it, but it was my first tattoo and I was scared of the guy and I was just not going to tell him I didn't like it. Retrospect should have been like, I don't like this at all, but I got it because my favorite movie is Practical Magic. Never heard of that movie before. That's crazy. That's crazy. You should, you should watch it. Well, I don't even watch party. I don't even know what it is, but yeah, sure. But Practical what? Magic has Sandra Bullock in it. It's about these two girls who grew up with their grandmas or aunties that are witches. They are also witches and their family has a curse on them. And I won't ruin the plot, but the at the end of the movie, she says you should always toss um, salt over your left shoulder, plant lavender by your garden gate for luck and fall in love whenever you can. I love that quote. So I got a piece of lavender tattooed on my arm. That looks like a stock of corn. <laughs> Can I just say also for people of Taylor's favorite movie, it has 22% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> um, so it's a fantasy and romance um, movie as well. So sorry, dudes. Um, it's probably not the one for you. No, it's definitely not. This definitely became my favorite movie when i was like a sappy 13 year old oh I, I really hoped you said like 19 year old like when i was a sappy 19 year old this is what got me through <laughs> <laughs> oh god no alcohol got me through that <laughs> hey this is a pg podcast don't say it's, it's, by alcohol she means um what what apple juice yeah, sure. That'll, that'll spicy work. Apple spicy apple juice. Spicy apple juice. Spicy. <laughs> Do you have a brand of apple juice that you like most? Honestly, yeah. The one that comes in the plastic bottle that if you like bite it, it sounds like you're biting into an apple. Don't ask me the brand, but the bottle looks like an apple. Real apple juice connoisseurs know what I'm talking about. Mm. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah. So basically, you got a stock of corn as your first <laughs> tattoo. Which yeah. one's your favorite, would you say? Oh, my favorite? Probably probably my memoriam. One on my right shin. 
I got it for my dad. He passed away week before okay. my birthday. Um, and it is a ladybug with the his birth year underneath of it. I call it my tombstone tattoo because so in like burial practices, I'm obsessed with yellow fever and the plague so much that I have a $50 uh, Squishmallow plague doctor. And I loved the tombstones of that time period because like the picture, they would always have some like insignia on it or like symbol. And it would always say like died of consumption mm-hmm. or like something weird. And I wanted something like that, but that totally wasn't my dad's vibe. Yeah. <laughs> so I tried to incorporate it a little bit more, but my dad's symbol is a ladybug because I mean, every time I think of my dad, I'm like, I'm down. A ladybug appears. Like, literally one time a ladybug hit me in the face. (laughs) I'm like, oh, got it. So it's my favorite just because, like, my dad was my role model. He was my rock. Uh, When I was a sponsored gamer, he was the only reason I did it so he could watch. So I got this big tattoo. Yeah, I love my dad. Uh, So I got this big tattoo on my leg, and it's great. It's, it's really just the best form of self-expression, I think. I mean, aside from, like, getting a mullet and pit vipers, but, like, for me, it's tattoos. Mullet, wow. Yeah. You got to get the mullet if you have a pit, like, pit vipers. It's what? just, like, a law. Yeah. See, with me, I know I'm getting my first tattoo around my first birthday, right? Um, Your first birthday? My, January 9th but like around the first month of the year. I don't know why I said it like that. Um, <laughs> You're one. And I'm still more hey. mature than you. But anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> I um, no, I was thinking about doing like a really cool Aztec tattoo for my first tattoo on my arm. Uh-huh. Um, just because I'm like half Mexican and I kind of want to like show like something of like, you know, basically of my place of origin like the history and stuff a little bit with that but like kind of incorporate to like something that's like me as well like I don't know but I do want to do something around like the Aztec or like more of like on like the Hispanic culture side of things like Aztec mine or something like that I'm still in the works about what to actually do with it but that's like the idea Uh, would you say that an arm tattoo is probably the best way to go so that there's a lot of things that go into a tattoo that I originally didn't think about. So I'm going to share it with you and everyone else who doesn't have tattoos. The more detail, the bigger the tattoo has to be if you want it to be detailed. Also, you have to think about your pain tolerance. Like if you can't handle getting a flu shot, I fully don't recommend getting a tattoo. Now, what if I cry every time I get flicked in the ear? Well, that's a different type of pain. There's a lot of nerve endings in your ear, but there's just a lot of nerves on your arm. What if you can't take verbal pain? Well, that's a different type of pain (laughs) than physical pain. (laughs) Okay, what if, like, I stub my toe on the refrigerator? Can I take the pain of a tattoo? Well, that's also a different. Okay, let me ask you this: Have you ever had a sunburn and it's been scratched? Yes. Can you handle that, or were you like? I wanted down to die. Count? Yeah. 
Well, you're going to feel like you're going to want to die then because that's literally what it feels like. No, it feels like like if I get a like I OK, here's the thing. I feel like I could actually like I've been like sarcastic this whole entire time. I feel like I could actually take the pain of a tattoo because like I know it's coming. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Just... I, I can expect it. And I think I would like I would fully trust my tattoo artist to see like how he is because I know it's like like he or she can figure out what the tolerance I can take is. Does that make sense? Right. So like, it's hard to explain because it it really is different for everyone. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think tattoos hurt. Like it just kind of feels like a vibration and it makes my face red. Hmm. But like, truthfully, the one on the back of my arm, I fell asleep getting it. The guy thought I fainted. I didn't. It just felt. It felt relaxing. It was like a massage. It, it did. It was like a spicy massage. A spicy massage. What's with you and comparing everything to like spicy? You know, like whenever something is like a little bit like, you know, pizzazz, you always like say spicy. Because like McDonald's Sprite is spicy. And you know what I'm saying when I say that. So spicy is my just coined universal term of like above average mm. but bearable <laughs> i see yeah so like getting a tattoo that's another thing that you said your artist your artist will make or break that tattoo i can probably it doesn't matter how good they draw that picture if they're heavy-handed it'll make you miserable like i have my elbow tattooed and she wasn't heavy-handed but she took forever yeah like it's not even my biggest tattoo and it took the longest. Yeah. And my entire elbow was swollen because she took so long. Then I have this huge black band around my arm. Didn't hurt at all. But then I have this tiny little part in the ditch of my arm. And I thought I was going to throw up. It hurt so bad. Mm, I see. So you lied to us. You did have an experience where you had a tattoo that hurt you. All right. Yeah, I did lie. I guess so because that that like woke me out of Taylor's a liar as well ladies and gentlemen I thought I had a good host today sorry yeah darn (laughs) but no yeah I can imagine like the ditch of your arm like hurting the most Mm -hmm. like and I don't even have a big part in there I mean it's not it's less than half a centimeter and it like made my eyes water and like my face hot your your face spicy you mean (laughs) <laughs> no this was like genuine like burning <laughs> oh this was past spicy dang yeah no but I yeah enjoy that. one of my uh biggest goals i i guess like i want to see how i like tattoos but like i think on my it's either gonna be on my right leg or my right arm i want to get like a video game sleeve like and throughout the years i just add like a new game or like a new character to the sleeve i think that would be pretty cool i think that'd be cool too that'd be really cool like the top of your arm honestly i recommend your forearm or maybe i don't know arms are it's different for everyone i'm also fat so i'm a lot bigger than you i got a little bit more padding on my arms Mm -hmm. it really depends on where you put it and, but yeah, and I hope that they, you know, can handle my arm because, you know, I'm so swollen and stuff like that. So. 
or because they might break it in half because it's built like a pretzel. Um, oh, oh, well, thanks. You haven't even, wow. Anyway, welcome. thank you. Appreciate that. Be a spicy pretzel. <laughs> oh, wow. That's okay. Fine. It's because I'm Mexican, isn't it? Okay. I see how it is. I saw a TikTok about that. I was like, Mexican people hang out with white people with freckles because we look like tortillas. <laughs> that made me laugh. That one really made me laugh. That was a culture reset for me. A culture reset, yeah. Mm-hmm. Why do you do you have a lot of Hispanic people like hanging out around you? I mean, I like Hispanic culture. Like oh. in college, I did Maya history. Yeah, that was cool, and I got to interact with a lot of hispanic people trying to learn about you know their lineage that could trace back to that and yeah what they knew about it for a research paper mm-hmm. so it was pretty cool i like hispanic culture nice. i like hispanic people too i mean oh hell yeah clearly <laughs> clearly well, yeah yeah i'm the best of both worlds i got i got, I got white on my side a bit of privilege but you know what i'm, I'm spicy <laughs> as you like to say so there you do, you, go. you do it for the culture do it for the culture do it for the culture yeah i get it <laughs> so i'm spinning the wheel again and i'd like to see okay so before we when we were talking you said that you were setting a lot of um goals for yourself and you know with like the changing of times because you know you are after college and stuff like that so with you how would you like how do you like setting like goals in your opinion like what's what's your outlet or what's your motivation to try to be like yeah that's something i want to do because i don't know if you know much about taylor but she is actually a twitch streamer as well and that that was something that you were very big in do you want to head into that and try to move toward the question um yeah i used to be a really big twitch streamer back in the day um i had like sixteen thousand followers when i was 15 i was sponsored um you know, by like T Hero, Bossnet, um, really cool stuff like that. A good friend of mine. She didn't make it the G feel, sadly. No, definitely not. <laughs> Too bad um, I am the sponsor by G Fuel. I'm joking though. No. Uh, That'd be Yeah, flex on my forehead, why don't you? No, it's okay. I uh, the last <laughs> last podcast I did only got five plays, so you know what? I'm 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 thriving right now. <laughs> Dude, that's five people that took interest in what you're doing. Or they like, or you know what? No, I know that there's two people out there that I know that listen to it, probably listen to it all the way through. But I'm wondering if the other three people are just like, yeah, 10 minutes later, just like puts on some music or something like that. It's all about persistence with exactly goals. like, again, back to Green Lantern, Will, it's your strongest emotion too. Like, how bad do you really want it? Are you willing to sit through a hundred episodes of five views and the chance that your next one's going to blow up and change your life? Or are you going to give up when you don't know if it could have been five more episodes that would have blown you up? Like, it's just your perseverance and persistence to prove people wrong. Like I constantly, I keep going back to college, but like, it's still so fresh for me. So I apologize. And it's really, been analyzing it a lot since graduating and you're t- technically speaking of fresh you're technically in the freshman year of adulthood <laughs> i am i'm brand new to this i don't yeah. like it <laughs> no um for me 
all throughout college, I constantly felt not belittled by them per se, belittled by myself. I did not have the confidence to speak in class and I did not have the confidence to keep my Twitch stream going as I got older. My dad mm-hmm. passed away, yeah. you know, started gaining weight, hitting puberty, everything, all of that really took a toll. So something that I have learned now that I have, I have a degree, something I did not think I was going to finish genuinely without my mom and the support of my professors, I crawled across that stage, not literally, but mentally I was done. Yeah. I was done. I, I mean, I graduated with honors from Lambda Alpha. It's the anthropological honor society. I, didn't feel like I earned it because right now I don't have anything to show for it except that piece of paper, but something, what a piece of paper that is, right? Yeah. It's very fancy. It's really good cardstock. Um, (laughs) not the, not the, your favorite thing of your degrees, the (laughs) cardstock. No, my favorite thing in my degree is that it gave me the ability to prove myself wrong. Yeah. Like, if you think about it, I, there's this old Japanese saying, like, there's a warrior within all of us. And every time you say something mean about yourself, the warrior believes it and you just lessen their ability to fight back. Something a good friend of mine in college, Joshua Barber, said, Yeah. I survive off of the ability to prove people wrong. Like, genuinely. I could care less about something, but if someone tells me I can't do it, I'm going to do it just to prove you wrong, out of spite. That's fucking right. Yeah. I don't care if you don't believe in me. I don't care if you don't think I can do it, but now I'm just going to do it because you said I couldn't do it. (laughs) Like, fuck the patriarchy. I'm going to do it now. Mm. I didn't want to do it, but now I'm going to dedicate my entire being to doing so. Fair enough. Yeah, like I had some professors that I constantly felt the need of their approval and I would psych myself out so hard and do super shit on their assignment. But then when they were like, this is really bad, this is that, I would go back to it again. And like, this is great. And I'm literally in my head, I'm like, fuck you. Like I did this to spite you. I feel like that's like <laughs> a really cool thing for you to say because I think I speak for like a lot of people that like for me like I can't do that and I really commend you for being able to do that because like for me if like well like I'm like my own critic but like I like seeking the approval a little bit of people so once I don't get that a little bit like I start like defeating myself rather than others defeating me does that make sense yeah like yeah you are like eating yourself up about it and I was like that too until I graduated like truthfully graduating sucks because that shell of education like I said is gone but what it does give you is the ability to do things just out of pure spite and I know that sounds really bitter but what I mean by that is like just stop giving a fuck about people's opinion and you're just living for you now like there's not a professor giving you a syllabus and a stupid ass assessment test the first week there's not an academic advisor who failed you in their profession for not doing their job and making sure you're on track to graduate and there's not fafsa people attacking your emails six months out of the year it is on you to make your happiness and what you choose to do with that 
sometimes you gotta saddle up and grow a pair of tits genuinely i mean i, I already have them because you know all my fat goes to my chest but yeah <laughs> can't relate i look like squidward after he ate a bunch of those hamburgers <laughs> like if i could tell you anything as someone who's still in college enjoy it and just like take it a day at a time I thought you were about to say just, by. like, get out as soon as you can. <laughs> well, fuck that. Literally, I understand why people are like, that was the best four years of my life. It is literally the last best four years of your life as someone who has their foot partially in adulthood. Because you're going to cross that threshold. Like, walking across the stage, you have crossed the threshold. It's It's on you now. And I'm not saying, like, literally no one wants to help you with anything. But people have their own lives. You got to respect that. And you just, you have to be the person you needed as a kid. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if I can tell you anything, enjoy it. And I feel so old, like I didn't just graduate, but hear me when I say this, enjoy it, take it a day at a time. It's okay. You don't know what you want to do because 80% of people that graduate don't get a job in their field right away. So just enjoy it. Enjoy your stupid, shitty job. It's a stupid, shitty job that pays your bills and you can still hang out with Nat and have a great time. Oh, wow. You're like giving advice to me. Like, I'm, I'm kind of feeling like I'm in like a therapy, like a motivational slash therapy session right now. Like just being like, oh, yeah. Tony, <laughs> these are things I needed to hear five months ago that no one could tell me. Honestly, I, 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 I do it. appreciate that. And trust me, I'm trying my best to prepare myself for... Um, you know, the future. I, I think I've mentioned this a couple of times in the other podcast, but I plan on going to Ecuador. What's funny is I still haven't finished the application. It's due tomorrow, but I only have like a couple of stuff to do and I plan uh-huh. on finishing it tonight. But what's funny is that I actually technically finished everything for my major, which is funny. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. th- this year is not stressful for me class-wise at all. Like on a stress level, it's probably like a four, which is really good, you know? Every other semester has been like a seven minimum, you know? That's like so, a true rating. Yeah, that's like an honest true rating. But no, I honestly think that that's like really important, you know, just to like prepare. I would like kind of counter a little bit. Just like, yeah, you got to be ready for adulthood. But one thing I kind of want to keep is like my youthfulness in a way. Like I don't oh, want to like. Oh, for sure. Like, don't you get know. a corporate job. They suck. Well, it's not even just like getting a corporate job. It's just like still staying true to yourself. Like, you know how like people saying like they don't feel like they've grown up. Well, like I kind of don't want to feel like I've grown up. I kind of want to feel like I've truly discovered who I am, like and express it to the fullest way that I can. You know what I mean? I feel like the term grow up has really been tainted because the way I take the term grow up is not that I'm shifting from like my like not childlike mindset but like fun energetic loving life mindset to like this awful dark human being kind of thing that's not how I see it when I say growing up I mean like you're growing as a person you are growing up your own spiritual mental physical scale yeah that's all I mean by it so like being an adult sucks ass and that is just because of societal norms that we've all created for ourselves and sometimes I catch myself like not in those and I'm like enjoying music and just chilling and I'm not thinking about bills and stuff like that all I'm thinking about is I'm like wow like 10 year old Taylor 
and be super proud of this loud, obnoxious individual because I was not that at 10. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was quiet. I was getting bullied in middle school. Now, I shut that shit down real quick. Exactly. No. That is awesome. No, that that that, that yeah. is like really amazing <laughs> that you said that. Now, now, now that you've said this, like, what's like the new thing that you want to tackle, like right now? Like, what's like the main thing right now on like your list? Like number one, like just for yourself. I'm really actually happy you asked that. Like, I just want to say I'm happy we met. Super happy. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Even though like, you called me a bitch, like you know the Anna, first text Anna. that you sent me. Yeah. Well, I mean, like that's how you initiate friendship with bad bitches. Exactly. Duh. You know what? I feel like I feel like friendships start. You know, it's going to start well when, like, yeah, when you insult them immediately. Yeah. Because <laughs> if they can't handle it, you gotta like, you know, flush out the weak ones. Get out. No. Yeah. Exactly. The adults are talking. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, um, that's a that's a reference. I, I think that's a song to from the Strokes. I think. Probably. Probably. But the big thing on my list right now is I really want to go to this field school that I need in Ireland. I mean, it doesn't have to be the one in Ireland, but I want to go to one in Ireland for archaeology um, because COVID gypped me out of my field school. Yeah. Which in archaeology, you need a field school to prove that you know how to do your job. You no, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I missed two years of being able to do that. So this one opened up in Ireland and Galway uh, for summer of 22. It's two or four weeks i'm gonna do the six week one um and i just really hope i get into it so i can work in my field and then work towards my masters um that's really my plan right now what i want to do long-term goal is i want to be a shipwreck diver for marine archaeology but i need archaeology experience first and i want to open up my own crm company with my best friend josh (laughs) like I have a lot of big goals and with big goals, I have to remind myself that it takes time and time is the only abundant thing I have at the moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so those are my really big goals. That's awesome. No, I'm really happy for you. And like, like what you said before, I feel like that you're going to do that in no time. So I know that that like one thing I don't need to worry about throughout the day is probably just you and like where you're going to go. So that's awesome. Oh, thank you. That means a lot. I I couldn't tell you what I wanted to do five months ago. So it's been a rapid period of growth for me, which is great because I really needed myself to be my number one fan. And I'm finally getting back to that point. (laughs) Awesome. That's awesome. Well, like, thank you again for sharing. Uh, We are just about to wrap things up. But of course, at the end of every interview, which again, you did amazingly, thank you for your, your input and everything. I'd like to give this time to like, you know, have you shout out some things or, you know, just say anything that's on your mind for like the final couple of minutes. So is there anything that in mind that you want to say to the lovely, probably four people now that are listening to this podcast? <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I want to shout out my mom. Uh, that's so cliche. <laughs> But I want to shout out my mom because the last year and a half has been a really hard time for me from getting out of a serious long-term relationship to um, finding out some family stuff and just really having this mental battle of graduating and realizing my self-worth. My mom, standing at a whopping five foot, 
130 pounds carried me literally like to the finish line of college and has been there every step of the way for me. And I would not be doing any of these great, amazing things without the hard work of my mom. So that is, that's awesome. Shout out to you, mom. I love you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> shout out to myself. Yeah, there you, go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. It, it was tough for me to like try to say something before because I was like really nice and I was like, aw, in my all thing, but I didn't know if I should like jump in because I didn't know if you had any more to think. Like, I don't know if you heard that long silence, but I was like, eh. Eh. like like that, that's it, like the face that i made the sound that would like come out it would be like eh. uh, uh, okay thank you like that's what i was thinking about doing but yeah okay. um is there anything else you would like to speak out of your mind or you think you are all good no just thank you for letting me come on your show i mean i one of your four viewers so yes i'll take it loki why i brought up the spider-man thing because i just want to get you like heated but oh no i'm not heated at all honestly i i i always will love toby mcguire's spider-man and sammy's um rendition of it but you know i i have faith for the future but no honestly you've been an amazing guest with like you legit spoke every single word with your heart and i do appreciate that it makes my stuff a lot easier and it also makes everything that I like hear me want to interact with it more. So thank you for that. But, and just, you know, honestly, just thank you for like your time. It's been my pleasure. And I'm so happy it took us six months to get to this point, but I think it was worth it. <laughs> exactly. Well, I don't know about six months. I didn't, I haven't even had this podcast for six months. Whatever. <laughs> you know, it's been a long time. My podcast, it's been a long okay? time. <laughs> Hey, you know what? Whenever you start it, I can, you know, I can always help you out to try to start start up your podcast again. So, oh yes, please come on it. Exactly. Talk about all things tinfoil related. Exactly. Tinfoil. (laughs) Nice. Well, on that note, I'd like to say to everybody, thank you guys for listening to Winging It episode nine. And wherever you are listening in the morning, in the evening, or the afternoon, I'd like to say y'all have a great rest of your day and. Goodbye.